Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So we are having our best day ever here on Greatest Possible Self, Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. And uh, the today's theme is the power of authority. So we're diving into these incredible conversations with epic people. We just finished up with Alana. We're about to have Lexia on in just here in a minute. And make sure you stay tuned because we are diving into some gold. This woman is up to big, big things. And specifically, we're going to be talking about how to have a vision, be scared, and do it. Anyway, in spite of the obstacles, the resistance, the blocks, all the junk that comes up, you get to keep moving forward with that vision. So we're going to dive into that. And before we do that, I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. That's right. You out there listening, watching, tuning in right now, live or replay, you're becoming your greatest possible self. One step, one action, one moment at a time. So I acknowledge you. Really, just like let that let that sink in. Appreciate yourself. Celebrate yourself. Say... I am doing the best that I can. That's right. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. And however I can support you even more, let's talk. Let's figure it out. If it's coming on the 12-hour marathon, getting your message out to our audience, empowering them because you're an epic, world-changing human being, let's talk about that. If it's launching your own podcast, getting your message out in the world through that avenue, would love to talk to you there. And then also, we're having a retreat in Bali in November. So if you want to dive into your purpose, really master yourself, create that that life of your dreams, we're definitely going to be going deep at that retreat. So find me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns. Instagram at I am millionaire Chris and email Chris at beyourgps.com. We'd love to hear from you and uh, support you however I can and help you support us and our audience and our tribe. Thanks so much for tuning in to this. And now we're going to talk about the iTunes review of the week. And it's by Hannah, Hannah1125. Always a nugget, Hannah says. Chris shows up with such authentic interest in the guest and the audience. Every single show has a golden nugget that I can start implementing in my life right away. It feels like Chris really believes we can all become our greatest self and consistently shows us how. If this isn't in your ear, you are missing out on loads of inspiration, action, and your own greatness. Thank you so much, Hannah. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store, and you can give us a review like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance. I appreciate you, and let's keep growing into our GPS together, all right? So I'm going to introduce Lexia in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because we're going to go hardcore in this-ish. It's going to be a lot of fun. Stay till the end because I know there's going to be some great stuff that Lexia shares. So let's introduce Lexia and we'll bring her on because Lexia Crawford is the CEO and designer and broker of Bits and Pieces LLC. She creates, designs, and recycles beautiful furniture pieces and clothing for beautiful spaces and people. From home to office to fashion and other one-of-a-kind pieces, Lexia brings her own unique style to her work. 
Through her own entrepreneurial journey, she's been able to speak, motivate, and inspire others, young and old, to go after their dreams and ambitions based on their own gifts and talents. Lexia offers one-on-one -on -one design consults, virtual design consults, group class sessions, and mentorship programs. Lexia's team is in works to produce a reality show highlighting entrepreneurship, the journey, the good, the bad, the highs, and the lows, but the continued consistent drive to keep going against all odds, whether it's emotional, financial, mental, or physical. You got to keep going, keep your head in the game. And we're blessed to have Lexia with this, us here today. Lexia, you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Let's do it, Chris. I've been waiting for this for a month. Yes! I yes. love it. <laughs> Bringing the fire. I saved all my energy this week for this interview. <laughs> saved it all. I, I didn't exhaust any energy at all this week. <laughs> I love it. How so awesome. Friends? So we're going to dive in deep. This is going to be a great, great conversation. I love the topic of like resilience, stick to grit, like a freaking man. Before we dive into that, let's talk about authority, the power of authority. Lexia, what does that mean to you, the power of authority? Ooh, I saw that uh, title and I thought, what does that really mean to me? Really, Chris, it's just a daily decision to get up and fight no matter what. you get it, We get up uh, normally with the odds stacked against us. That's the way it feels, um, especially as an entrepreneur. There's always some fight um, to have. Even if you have a regular corporate job, there's always a fight that you're going into or just coming out of, it feels like. But it's the authority to get up every day and make the decision, make the choice to say, you know what? Today, this day will not conquer me, but I will conquer it. And it is that daily choice. It's not one day. It's not two days. It's every single day to get up and fight for your life. That's authority to me. That's what it, that word means to me in a nutshell. The, the decision, the choice to keep fighting. Wow. Wow. So good. This is, this is powerful because I think it's the, the owning the ability to withstand anything that comes our way, you know, like whatever yeah. comes against us, we have that, that authority to keep getting up and, you know, yeah. to leverage our, our power. We have so much yeah. power within us and it's up to us to yeah. really tap into that. Um, one other thing, Lexi, I, I'm hearing a little bit of um, like feedback from your microphone. Uh, curious, oh. do you, it's like kind of sound like wind or something or. Um, oh, it may be a fan. Cause I told you it's 800 <laughs> degrees here. So it may be my five fans that I've got on me. Let me turn <laughs> what about now how's that sounds great perfect 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 okay. thanks appreciate it um so yeah for anyone who doesn't know lexia is in uh, texas it is what did you say 105 <laughs> it's 105 outside but my house feels like it's about 800 so <laughs> A little higher temperature inside. <laughs> you even got the red walls to like cook, right? The cooking temperature. Oh, man. It's probably what's causing the heat mostly. I should get out of here. Unfortunately, it's my work room, so I have to stay. <laughs> I love it. So thank you so much for, for uh, adjusting that. And I, we want to be able to hear you. We want to be able to, to connect with you deeply. And specifically, we want to connect with who you are, what you stand for, and what your clients come to you for, Lexia. So why don't you share with our audience a little bit more about that? I sure will, Chris. Thank you. Um, so in the introduction, thank you for that. I sound really fancy. Did you write that? I, I, I might have. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have a ghost writer. Uh, That's right. What's his name earlier? That Joshua. Joshua. Helped, Joshua, Joshua, Joshua helped write that. Ghost wrote it through you for me. For you. <laughs> yeah. Well, as the introduction says, I, I have done and I still do a lot of things to support our local entrepreneurs just because of my own journey. I know what a fight it is. I know um, how tough it can get. And I know the mental battle that it continues to be. Um, the longer you stay in it, that never goes away. 
Um, and so it's a constant thing that you have to keep going. And so for me, um, I started my uh, boutique back in 2006. It started out as a clothing boutique. Later on, um, I started selling furniture, um, specifically vintage furniture, and then just kind of evolved into this entrepreneur hub to help other entrepreneurs um, from consulting to start their um, own business to finding a storefront, you name it, people started to come to me for it. And I thought, you know what, you should turn this into something that's a, a, a real business or a real um, service that you offer to the community. And so that's what I decided to do just a couple of years ago. Um, and so we started to host um, entrepreneurial events and different things like that. And what I learned from it, Chris, was that um, everybody that was starting this entrepreneur journey, they were starting it much later in life. And they had a lot of regrets, uh, a lot of uphill battles to finally get there and say, you know what? I'm either leaving the nine to five behind and I'm going to start this business or I'm going to sacrifice my evenings and my weekends to start this entrepreneur business while I'm still working. You know, whatever their decision was, I've been there. I've done both. I've walked away from my nine to five. I've you know juggled both. Um, I've been in there somewhere so I can kind of understand their their journey. And so um, what that made me do was think, what if we had something for younger people to get that revelation earlier to get that permission earlier? What if we had a person like me to give them permission, give them guidance, give them a roadmap of how to navigate entrepreneurship at an earlier age? So um, a little bit more on the top of the subject of me, I am a clothing designer, furniture maker, um, and my husband is a photographer. Um, and so what we did was we combined all those together and we created this program called one-on-one -on -one prep, which is a nonprofit for young adults between the ages of 13 to about 17, but they go on forever cause they never want to leave the program. So we've got some mentees that have been with us forever and I doubt they're ever going to go anywhere, but they end up helping us with the younger kids. And so anyway, the, the program we started is to help those young kids that, Nobody gives them permission to think outside of the box of either a four-year college or a, you know, quote-unquote normal job. Um, we don't give our kids permission to be photographers. Right. We don't give our kids permissions to be makeup artists. Mm. We don't often give our kids permission to be hairstylists. So those creative minded things that kids are talented to do, but the world around them, even our parents and loved ones sometimes discourage those types of careers. And so, you know, of course, we go on to college and we become the attorneys and the doctors and the accountants and we're sitting there. Some of us enjoy those fields. There's nothing wrong with those. We need all of those people. But a lot of times we have a lot of people sitting in those careers that are not passionate about those careers at all. And unfortunately, they discover it much later in life. And then there's this awakening or this revelation that says, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go and do something else. I'm going to make a choice. I'm going to make a decision to do something else. But the, so I help those people as well. But my heart, my love, my passion is to catch young people and say, it's okay for you to want to do something else. It's okay for you to choose you and your gift or your talent, whatever that is. And then not just choose it, but I want to help you navigate through that and say, okay, 
you're really great at capturing this landscape and you always have been. You have an eye for nature. Let me show you how to turn that into a viable business through photography, um, staging, whatever it is. There's, there's always a career or a business that can be created based on one's gift or talent. And that's what we teach. So we, we, we sit down with them and we take them through our program. So they go through the basics of entrepreneurship. They learn business 101. They learn how to interact with people. We put them in environments where they're networking with other um, entrepreneurs, um, older, more seasoned entrepreneurs. Um, those entrepreneurs help us mentor um, the young people. And it just becomes this, it has become this community thing. Um, and these kids, they, they've gone on to college. Some of them, some of them um, are modeling. Some of them are photographers. Some of them are makeup artists. And Chris, I can't even begin to tell you the joy that brings when they send me a text and say, hey, Miss Lexia, I'm doing this and it's so great. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your guidance. Um, but not only the kids, Chris, sometimes it becomes um, an education um, task for parents. Mm. So, you know, they're, they're against it. Like, no, I want my kid to go to college. And that's great. Your kid can go to college, but you're still, your kid still may come home from college and say, yeah, that, you know, that accounting degree I got, yeah, I'm not interested. Total BS. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I did it for you. Now, you right? know, I got I to I figure out who I want to be. Yes. And the thing with that is, Chris, we have to educate parents that what you don't want to do is push your kids away. What you don't want to do is push your kids into a career that they're not passionate about. Um, because not only will they resent you at some point, they grow older and they resent themselves. They're not happy with themselves. They're not happy with their lives and they become adults that are unhappy. They're sometimes insecure or they become the opposite. They are lashing out. They're angry, but they're really angry at the choices that they've made for themselves and their careers. And so not saying that I'm going to be able to catch and save everybody, but if I can get five a year, I'm happy. I'm happy. And, and just to be to be a, a milestone, a mile marker along their journey. It's like Absolutely. I think some people we we feel like we have to save people and you know like change everything for them. But if we just give them some awareness of That's hey, it. what's your vision? Like, have yeah. you asked yourself that freaking question? If not. Step one, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is important to you? What are you passionate about? What are your gifts? Yeah. What are your abilities? Like, let's, let's start to be a little bit more introspective to think about yeah. yourself and, and what you're here to do. And, and if you're not fulfilled, that's okay, you know, and, and to just yeah. give someone permission to, to be at that place and say, well, you don't have to stay there. Like you don't, you don't have to keep being in that position. So let's work together. And I think that's like one of the greatest things we can give to people. Absolutely. Options. Yeah. You, you have options. As a human being, you have options. And um, those options are available to you. And um, it goes back to the um, starving artist um, idea or yeah. theory that. <laughs> exactly. Like, no. Like, so I don't want you to get stuck there either. Um, it's, it's more about giving you options to say, if you choose this path, if you choose this creative path, this artistic path, here are viable careers and businesses that you can start based on those. I'm not saying everybody's going to be an entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is a whole nother level. What I'm saying is just to be you. Hmm. Figure out who you are at the core of you, your authentic self, because that's going to give you the most authority. 
you are going to gain the most authority in your life from knowing who you are as early as possible. Now, whether you choose to go into that field, if you choose to exercise those gifts and talents, if you choose that career or choose that business, that's completely up to you. Again, it's the option. You have the option. You have the knowledge. Um, We're going to teach you the business side. We're going to help you. We're going to give you the foundations. And it's up to you to decide where you want to take it. But you have the option now. Yeah. So, so Lexi, it sounds um, like a, one of the greatest gifts a parent can give their kids is saying, hey, what do you want to explore? What do you want to try? Or even not, not like some, some kids, I know I was probably like, just leave me alone. Let me play freaking video games. And one of the greatest things that my parents could have done for me, and they did, is like challenge me, invite me, even when sometimes I was open, sometimes I was kicking and screaming, uh, but like to really allow me to experience a variety of different uh, areas of life. Life, art, yeah. like freaking music, uh, you know, sports, mathematics, science, like all these different areas, computers, like I got to see a lot of different stuff, which I think is what helped me to grow so fast to see the contrast after getting my electrical engineering degree saying, nah, that's not who I am. Like I, I saw a lot of different stuff and I felt some great emotions and feelings in life. Even when I didn't want to, I, I kind of got lit up. But I know that I'm not meant to do the nine to five thing and be like locked in a cubicle. Let's go out and explore, you know, because I've already been doing it. Let's let's go find me who I am. So I love that you said that. That's the hardest thing. Um, That has been the hardest thing for me, Chris, over the last three years. And and please don't get me wrong. I'm not all um, even 100 percent. Um, there myself. I'm still working on it, which is why I have such a heart and such a passion for it, because I discovered my I say my real um, authentic self um, around 42 years old, which is um, hard to say out loud. My my real, true, authentic self at around 42 years old. Mm. And um, it was just because someone was always telling me who I was, who I should be, what I should do. And because I didn't know who I was at the core of myself, I kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should, oh, oh, I could do that. Mm. Sure. I'll try that. And so I went off on all these different paths, trying all these different things, but it always came back to, I just want to be an entrepreneur. I just want to create. I just want to design. I just want to create beautiful things for people to enjoy and um, make them unique to who they are and their space. Like I want you to walk in your home or walk in your office and say, wow, this space speaks to me. This space is who I am. This identifies me as a person. Like, I feel like in those types of spaces, you can be your most creative self. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, but it's hard to create a space for someone that doesn't know who they are. And I can always tell the difference when I walk in a space and I'm talking to a client. If they want me to do everything and they have no opinions and no input, I know that they are still searching. They are still on the hunt for their authentic sales. But if I walk in a space and I've got a client that says, hey, I like red, blue. I like patterns, mm. textures. I'm like, yeah, there we go. So it's like the, know- luke, the lukewarm energy. Like, well, I don't know. Like, you're, you're the and, expert. Tell me what I should want. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and, absolutely, and absolutely, I can do that. Right. I'm, as my husband says, I'm a control freak. I can do that. And you know what? I actually used to appreciate those clients more yeah. because I would always be like, oh, yeah, I get to be creative. Do whatever I want. Do what I want. 
But then I realized as I grew into myself, Mm. you should always have influence. You should always have impact. You should always have an opinion about the space around you and the people around you. Yeah, it's because like, if it's not, like you you can work with someone's passion. You can refine someone's passion. I think as creatives, like we feed on that. Like when you when someone says, "I got this vision of this space," you're like, "Tell me more." <laughs> you know, tell like, me more. I get excited. <laughs> yeah, really, it, it excites you. It really does, and yeah. it's a. Uh, but it's funny. I, I've seen both. Um, you know, people think when you're doing uh, design work and different things like that that you. Um, that it's just something you wake up with. No, something about the space or the person inspires you. And that little bit of inspiration helps me to create a whole space. Like just to know a little bit about that person. I'm like, ah, I got you. I know what to do. This is what we're going to do. That's awesome. I love it. So I want to talk about, um, you know, the, just the fashion, the aspect of fashion and design. How do you think that that has impacted how you um, teach these these young entrepreneurs and empower them and really like relate to them and share your greatest gifts with with them to express themselves in the wor- world well honestly chris th- the program started because of the fashion and the design and all of that so uh, as you can imagine young people are drawn to that yeah. so i'm on instagram facebook and so i would always get um, someone that um, a young woman or male that wanted to come and model for us, or they wanted to, um, hey, can you style me for my prom? Or mm. can you um, help me? Um, uh, we would have uh, people come to us and say, hey, will you take a chance and let me come do makeup in your place? Or um, it, they would see us, you know, in photography, in makeup, um, designing spaces. And so they wanted to be a part of that. They wanted to come around and just hang out at the boutique. They wanted to be where we were going to be. If we were having a fashion show, they wanted to be there. They wanted to work behind the scenes. They always um, found a way to try and connect with us. And so I always say the boutique and that business was the vehicle by which, or the magnet by which the kids were drawn to us because that excites them, that creativity, that passion. And, oh, wow, somebody is doing what I want to do. Like there, this is a, a real thing. And so they would just start to ask questions hmm. and they just never went away. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, so if you're going to be here, I'm putting you to work. So this is what you can do. And if they weren't good in that area, I was like, okay, so that's not going to work out for you. Let's move you over here. Yeah. And so in that process, we kind of found what they were good at um, and some areas that they needed to improve in. Um, and so it was just a fun, it's just a, it's a, it's been a fun business. It's been a um, exciting business, um, but I don't have a blueprint. I've had to create the blueprint and um, I want to help some other kids do that as well. I really do. Um, that's, um, that's the fun part for me is seeing their eyes light up and say, ah, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, when, yeah, it's when, exciting. When did it become um, the, like you knew you had to put together a nonprofit to, to do this? What, what was that moment? Ooh. Honestly, Chris, that never really came to me. Um, I, was working until I was working with a friend a couple of years ago and she said, have you ever considered starting a nonprofit? And I said, oh, God, now I have enough jobs right now. No, because I was working, I had gone back to corporate America at that time. So I was working a full-time job, running my boutique um, and helping my husband with his photography business. 
And somewhere along the way, um, my friend sparked the idea of a nonprofit. And I sat with it for about six months and I was like, nah. And then, of course, you know, like God, the universe does, Mm -hmm. starts to send kids to me. Like, I'm not kidding, Chris, like every other day there was a kid reaching out to me saying, hey, Miss Lexia, you know, what do you guys have going on at the boutique? Do you have a fashion show coming up or can I do this? Can I come help you? So they were always reaching out, looking for a way, because of course, once I went back to work, I didn't have as much time to dedicate to the business. And so I wasn't doing as much promotions and marketing. So they didn't see me doing anything. So they started reaching out. And that's when something, I'm trying to recall what it was that finally made me say, okay, fine, I'm going to go and sit through a nonprofit class. And that's what I did. I said, you know, let me see what this is all about, what it's going to take for me to start it, um, how much time I'm going to have to dedicate to it, et cetera, et cetera. And so I went through, sat through this class and realized um, how simple it was. And, you know, I can scale it to be small, big, whatever I want. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try it. So after the class, I connected with another girl that had started a nonprofit um, similar to mine. She was a, she actually has a summer program that she does. It's only in the summer. Um, she's got a full curriculum. She's written a book and everything, and she follows that curriculum. Um, but it's definitely more um, business accounting, yeah. business finances based. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, hmm. I could do that for my kids, um, but in more of a creative capacity, because I'm dealing with kids that are a lot more creative, a lot more emotionally um, heavy than the accountants and the finance people. So I thought, you know what, I could do that. But then, Chris, what I found was the kids weren't afraid to exercise in their gifts and talents. They weren't afraid to start a business, what they were afraid of was life. Mm. They were just fearful. They were depressed. They had anxiety. They um, were battling fears. They were battling um, death and losses that they hadn't had permission to deal with. And Mm. so what I started running into was all of these emotional needs and issues that these kids had. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I didn't anticipate any of that. Mm. And lo and behold, um, I had suffered through my own um, emotional break um, a couple of years ago. So I saw it in the kids. I recognized it. And I was like, okay, so now I'm going to have to address this other thing that I hadn't. You know, you get into something thinking one thing. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I'm going to help these kids discover themselves. We're going to hit the ground running. They're going to start great businesses. And it's going to be wonderful. But then what God really revealed to me was, whoa, Lexia, before you get there, before you get to the end, you've got to start over here at the beginning and you're going to have to nurture these kids. You're going to have to help them get over some of their insecurities. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to help them push through some of their fears and um, you got to find a way to do it. And I was saying, I'm not sure if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um And I really, really had to step back for a little bit and uh, get myself strong and um, get back to it and realize that this was much bigger than um, finding a career and or starting a business. But it was really me helping these kids find themselves first. 
And I love how, uh, appreciate how like you had experienced these things yourself and like you could see the pain that yep. and disconnection and, and just like being dissatisfied, mm-hmm. like depression, even how these kids were feeling. It's like, break your heart, you know, like yep. seeing, seeing people go through that and knowing that you can make a difference that must've like really called you forth into, into action saying, you know, I get to first get complete with myself, heal myself, get myself into like a state of well-being and like, you know, empowerment. And then I get to contribute that to others and overflow that to others. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what the program is about. If they start a business, great. If they go on to have a wonderful career, I'm so excited. But yeah. when they leave the program, if they ever leave, I want them to be a whole person. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about that, like that kind of a philosophy of being a whole person. What is what does that really look like? How does how does someone become the the best version of themselves in your mind? Um, really, and you say that now. I'm going through that right now. Again, I say I, I say this stuff, but I'm really talking to myself totally, when I say totally, it because it's it's, it's it's a daily it's a daily process yeah. and choice. Yeah. Um, and, but for me, Chris, it really is. I, Keep coming back to the topic. It's taking authority over your life, saying nobody can do this for me but me. My mom, love her to death. She's tried everything to make me feel beautiful. You're so wonderful. You're so great. You know what you're, all the things your parents tell you. Um, but you, you're like, well, you have to say that. You're my mom. Um, but but the truth is, your parents can give you everything in the world that you need. But life takes you through these ups and downs, and you experience these things that cause all of these insecurities and these fears and, you know, these times of depression or these moments of um, disappointment. And you have to, you know, work through those things. And I believe it's as you work through those things, as you go through those things, you are becoming a whole person. If you go through them, a lot of times we as people, human nature, we don't want to go through the bad stuff. We avoid it. Um, we try to stay away from situations and circumstances that we think are going to lead us or, um, have us in those places of disappointment and all of that. So we, out of fear, we stay away from, or we try to avoid it, but life is going to happen to us regardless. And so it's a matter of going through those things, um, knowing that it's not there to break me. Um, it's not going to kill me. Um, I just have to allow myself to go through it and get the lesson. But what I learned in my time of, and most times we don't know that this is the thing that is growing us. This is the, it doesn't feel like that in the moment, as we all know, when you're going through it, it feels nothing like authority. It's like you can't, you can't be grateful for most, most people find it really difficult to be grateful for the difficulty, for the challenge, for the obstacle, for the, for the pain, you know, it's like being grateful for this is making me stronger. It's an obstacle. I don't like it, but it's making me better. And it sounds crazy to get up and say, whatever this day brings, good or bad, I'm grateful for it. I used to say that every morning and I used to even say it to myself like, girl, are you crazy? Don't don't say that because something bad's going to happen if, if you say that. <laughs> but I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm. matter. Like what's going to happen today is already going to happen. So I am already prepared for it. I am mm. already, I've already conquered it. Mm. I'm already grateful for it because it's either going to strengthen me 
um, grow me or propel me into whatever it is this great big universe has for me. It's going to do one of those three things if I don't allow it to break me, if I don't allow it to um, make me crawl under the table and not come back out. If you just allow it and stand in your authority and just keep pushing, it's going to build you. You are, I promise you, I promise you, it's going to make you stronger. It really is. And so that's what we, we, we really try to teach the kids. Like life is going to come for you. It always is, but you've just got to keep pushing and keep going. And that's really what um, Bits and Pieces is about. So a lot of the things that we do, um, I thrift a lot, Chris. So I, a lot of my pieces I find at garage sales, thrift stores. Um, and I used to not do that until I got with my husband. He's a big thrifter and a penny pincher. I, I don't think he should see this at 630. But <laughs> it, and when we first got together, it was a big obstacle. Like, he's so cheap. And I was not. I was raised as an only child. My mom, you know, she her love language is shopping. So we uh... shopped a lot. So I'm like, what? I can't go shopping at the mall. What? He's like, no, we have this much budget. Right. How do you want to spend it? Right. So anyway, he was a big thrifter. So I started going with him many years after we got married. And Chris, if I tell you, I love, love, fell in love with it. But what I started doing was not only was it a thrifty buy, it was always something, clothing or furniture that I could take and remake a mm. I was upcycling before the term was cool, upcycling and recycling. I'd take an old jumpsuit and rip it apart, alter it and make it something really, you know, trendy and modern. Same way with furniture. I do the same thing. And what, what, what it really made me realize is that I don't care what we go through in life, how broken we become, how someone may throw us away as trash, as no longer valuable from jobs to relationships to even sometimes, sadly, our parents. Um, You are never thrown away unless you throw yourself away. Nobody can throw you away but you. You. You are the only person that can decide to throw you away. Nobody else can do that. Nobody else. And so our motto with bits and pieces is there is no greater discovery than the discovery of oneself. Because once you discover yourself, no one can take that away from you. It's like an education. It's a, it's like a degree. Once you get it, no devil in hell can take that away from you. Nobody. Incredible. Incredible. I love it. And I love the upcycling turn. I've never even heard of that, but I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> it's a big deal. Hashtag upcycle. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's but a I, big I deal. Totally, I totally get it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, the analogy is really, really true. Like you, you, and people throw away some great things because I'm like, what? Get through this way. And you know, I, I'm telling you, I wish I could go back and tell, show some of these people, look what I turned your thing into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, and nobody can like ever the, throw you. The eye of the beholder, right? Like Absolutely. the beauty is in the Absolutely. eye of the, of the beholder. And it's like, we have the the gift and the curse, so to speak, of how do we see ourselves? How do we, how do we view ourselves? And what is our self-image? And to be responsible for that. And unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, uh, society doesn't teach us how to look at ourselves. So a lot of people are going through a lot of pain um, and not knowing that they have the power to uplift themselves, upcycle themselves with appreciation, with gratitude, with all these beautiful things. And it's like, 
man, if only only we got those, and that's why you're here doing this amazing nonprofit and teaching people and uh, teaching kids how to really see themselves. Because I feel like entrepreneurship and teaching these gifts, it's like it's great, but it's just a vehicle. It's the vehicle yeah. that they come to to you with the passion, the raw ingredients, the possibility, and then you give them the fuel for their fire, so to speak, to to keep going, to understand how to look at life and show up in life. So they have, so they're fulfilled. So it's not like just this rat race that they're in to achieve and accomplish and make everyone else happy, but themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And just like I told you earlier, I was making the point that I just discovered that for myself in my forties. And so it's that thing that, wow, gosh, I'm just now discovering this. What if I had discovered this 10 years ago, Mm. 20 years ago? Because, you know, 10 years ago, somebody probably could have come to me and said, Lexi, you know what? You're nothing. You're, you're never going to be anything. You're, Mm. you know, I probably would have accepted that, but now no way, no way. I've been through enough. I've survived enough. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here as long as God says so. And I'm going to continue on this path and keep doing what I'm doing as long as he allows me breath. And so it's really a matter of you getting that for yourself, because once you get there, nobody can take that away from you. And there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing that you can't take authority over. There's nothing that you don't have power over, um, including you, your life, your career, your outcome, um, the way you interact with people. Um, It gives you this new um, I, I, I look everyone in the eyes directly and I want to make sure you see that I see you. I don't know your name. I don't know who you are, but I want you to see. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I think it's, it's awesome too, because you are recognizing what do kids, what are they yearning for? And I'm sure this, this desire, this, this burning fire within you to look people in the eyes and recognize and acknowledge them that may not have always been there. And, and seeing what, you know, what is missing in the world and seeing what these kids are missing in their life of being seen, of being heard, of being loved and accepted exactly as they are and teaching them how to tap in their gifts like that. that like what a gift that you've been given to discover that for yourself and give it to others. Oh, man. It's, it's incredible, Chris. I mean, I see kids come in. When they first meet me, they're holding their head down, you know, the, hi, how are you? Um, And the first thing we teach them is to look me in my eyes and shake my hand firmly. Every time you encounter someone, look them directly in their eyes and shake their hand firmly. Mm -hmm. That's your authority. That is your right. Um, And they get, they're kind of caught off guard by that. And they're like, (laughs) when they leave, you see them walk up to you know, a stranger and they're shaking hands and looking and, and, and not going further to say, hello, how are you? Some, sometimes, Chris, we don't realize a lot of our society is suffering from anxiety and depression and all of these things just for lack of human connection. You know, we go to work every day, but we're not connecting. Mm. We are um, going out, but we're not connecting. And so a lot of people, we don't realize that a lot of people don't have family. A lot of people don't have structure. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't have social skills, sadly, because they haven't been taught, because they're introvert, whatever the reason, mm-hmm. um, sometimes just a smile, sometimes just direct eye contact can change the momentum of a person's day. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, wow, that person looked me in my eyes and I, I think they saw me, yeah. you know, I, and I, I, I and I know sometimes I catch people off guard with that because they kind of look back at me like, is this woman crazy? I mean, say what you want. I may be. Well, on some days, that's questionable. But for, 
<laughs> for the most part, I just want you to know that I see you. Yeah. And I'd rather be crazy and have someone wonder that and actually stick yeah. in their mind and stick in like, wow, it felt good. It's kind of weird. She crazy. Kind of weird. She crazy, yeah. but it felt good. <laughs> but she looked at me. She saw me. So it's it's fun. And 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 Chris, I I um I like to have fun. I, people don't realize I have such a great sense of humor. My husband knows it. He'll tell you all about it if you ever meet him. But I have a great sense of humor, but I'm also really, really passionate about the things of entrepreneurship and kids and depression and anxiety. Um, I just believe that we can um, conquer the battle if we just start to see one another. If we just start to be more mindful of one another, especially at a younger age, my boutique, when I had it before Chris, I can't tell you in the same way with the kids, I would have women come in that they came to shop, but they stayed to talk about a divorce they just went through. They came back um, because I said a kind word to them. Um, and I remember getting reviews saying, you know, this boutique is so much more than shopping. Um, and that made that made everything so much better on the days when I did the weeks when I didn't sell a thing. Because, as you can know, as you know, entrepreneurship can be tough, especially retail. Yep. And um, I wouldn't sell a thing all week. But if I got a oh, my God, Lexia, thank you so much for um, taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Thank you so much for um, being concerned about what's going on with me in my life. Um, that's everything to me. That's that's worth it. That's worth the slow weeks and the tough times. I love it. I love it, Lexia. So I'm curious for you, what connections, resources, um, there's another word I want to use, but connections, resources, support would make the biggest difference for you and where you're at right now and making a bigger impact this nonprofit? Um, well, we've got a, a few different things going on right now, Chris, and a couple things coming up. So um, with the nonprofit, um, we have a website, 101prep.org, um, and you can make donations there. We've got a whole list of ways that you can donate, ways you can support the kids. Um, we'll send you a report. We'll have the kids write you letters. Um, so it becomes kind of interactive um, for you, um, depending on what it is that you purchase. So there's different things like um, classroom supplies or transportation. Um, you can sponsor our team talk. So we have a team talk. Um, in the summer, um, and we're possibly thinking about doing a spring one this year because um, the summer gets a little tough. Kids are in a lot of programs, and so it's tough to kind of get all the kids together um, Monday through Friday. But anyway, Team Talk is about it's it's kind of a, a play on Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Team Tank is what it's called. Yeah. Team Tank. And what we do is we allow the kids to go through this five-week program. It's our regular curriculum. But what they're doing in that time is they are building up a pitch for their to pitch their business to an audience. And that audience will be um, a mix of local business owners, possible investors, of course, parents and family. Um, and then we'll have we have like a four or five panel um, judge uh, judge panel where they they they're judging them, but Again, it's team tank, not shark tank. So we're really giving them positive feedback, telling them things they can improve on um, if they really want to um, go further with it. You know, we we do everything from, you know, changing the name. We would suggest you change the name or maybe make it a nonprofit instead of an LLC. So we make all these different recommendations. 
But the goal is to give them confidence to go out and pitch um, outside of us, to get up and start speaking in front of audiences and just really engage with people that they don't know um, so that at the point they get an opportunity to pitch their business, they're ready to go. That's right. And so that's another way that you can certainly help us out. Um, but again, if you go onto the website and go to ways to give uh, www.101prep.org, uh, mm-hmm. and we switched it, of course, it's normally prep 101, but we are 101 prep. And that's, that's very intentional mm-hmm. because um, creative minds tend to work a little backwards from most people. So we're creative, we're a little bit more sensitive, a little more emotional than um, most people um, are. We're going to be, we're going to think a little bit different than the accountants and the doctors and the attorneys, but just a different uh, brain that you're working with. And so um, we've kind of created a curriculum to help support them in that way. So it's a lot more, our curriculum is a lot more interactive. We want them to touch, socialize, network. Um, other ways, um, as I mentioned before, um, I'm not sure if I even mentioned the blonde fro, but that's kind of my vehicle. It's, um, to address the depression and anxiety because there's, as you know, Chris, there's a lot of that going on. Um, a lot of suicides in our kids, um, sadly. And that's when I wish I could get to all of them and give them all a hug, but I can't. Um, but if you would just share, like, go on and follow us on The Blonde Fro. We're on all social media. It's The Blonde Fro, um, hence the fro. Um, but it's my attempt to put out these daily inspirational quotes to lift people up that I may never, ever personally encounter. Um, but I'm trying to grow that following and grow that um, platform. I um, have a YouTube channel where I just go on and I'm really, really transparent and really, really authentic about the things and um, struggles that I've gone through with depression and anxiety and the things that have helped me um, and the ways that I get up and go even when, you know, depression is, you know, all over me and trying to take me out or trying to keep me in bed. I just jump up. Um, I forgot the author's name or the speaker. Uh, she yes, teaches that yes. five, four, five, five, four, yeah. three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. You just get up and go. Yeah. I cannot tell you how that's helped me. Like just, and my my uh, therapist that I see has taught me that the opposite of depression is action. Just get up and go, take action. And so that's what I do, and that's what I teach, and that's what I try to share from the Blog Pro platform. Awesome. And then but, on Instagram, I, I saw it was the underscore blonde fro. Is that? Do you know if there's an underscore in there? Uh, you know what? You may teach me something, Chris. <laughs> if, I think that may be it, actually. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure people got that. Echo. Yeah, it is. The underscore uh, blonde pro. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And on there, there, you know, there are t-shirts that you can buy. I'm in the process of writing a book, so fingers crossed. Um, please be in prayer for me on that. I think the book is really necessary. It's going to address the um, stigma. Mm-hmm. of um coming out and saying hey i'm not okay today mm-hmm. and i could use some help and support from the people around me mm-hmm. um which i think is a lot of the reasons why um kids and adults commit suicide there is no safe place to say that i'm not okay well there hasn't we, been there hasn't been up until there hasn't been now. but there is now and so what do you what do you have chris for a person that's already emotionally unstable if they lose all hope Mm. And there's no way for them to say, I'm not okay. There's no body for them to say that to safely. 
if I lose all hope, what's my life for? Mm. And we don't want that to happen. We want to catch people before they do that. So if you are struggling, if you are battling, I am not a counselor, but if you inbox me, DM me, I will get you to the right people. I have resources, resources, resources. So please, please don't suffer alone. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I know it's a a big, big challenge, big epidemic that's going on, um, suffering and silence, and then getting to that point where like, why, why even live another day? You know, yeah. and people people feel like that, and it sucks, like breaks yeah. our hearts. Knowing how great life can be, how gr- grateful we can be, how you know good it can be, yep. and it first takes being real. First takes like Absolutely. being willing to admit that I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah. And from that platform, their T-shirt. I'm. I don't think you can see it. I'm wearing one of my T-shirts. Oh, yeah. uh, says joy, joy, but I've yeah. got joy, hope, um, love. And they're all out there. They've got the Blonde Fro emblem on there. Um, but it's the blondefro.com that you can purchase those from. But that helps support the mission. I, I get out, I speak um, at local churches, organizations, schools. Um, I go to the schools around here for career day and I come out and speak as the Blonde Fro, and the kids just love it. Um, and so I'm talking about a topic that, you know, seems negative. People don't really want to talk about it, but I address it in a really fun way. So um, it's, it's cool. Yeah. So, so important work, what you're doing, Lexia. I want to talk about the vision for where you are going. And I know you mentioned a book, but in the next couple of years, I know it's probably still evolving and stuff, but what are you most excited to be getting into? What do you see? Um, the production of my show. Mm. That's, um, really, really where I'm going. Um, Chris, the YouTube show, um, I want a, I'm going to start out with a YouTube show. It's already in production. Um, we've got a few clips out there. I'm, um, adding content um every week um i just sat down with the production crew um last friday we're meeting again this friday we are officially launching um the end of this month and so we want to take that show hopefully um to a netflix or some platform like that and really get it out to the masses because what it's going to address is everything we've talked about um business and entrepreneurship um, anxiety and depression, pushing through that to get to where um, God intends for you to be. And because there's so many things you're going to have to fight through to start that business or to make that decision to walk away from your job or to go back and get that degree and change careers, you're going to have to fight through so many negative thought patterns and people and things and circumstances that are all going to come rushing to you. And you've got to have the wherewithal to fight through that to get anywhere. And so the show is going to address that, the good, the bad, um, the triumphs, the challenges. Um, It's going to show some of my design work, of course. And it's going to also show the work-life balance. I walked away from a six-figure job to do this uh, three times. And so most of my family still thinks I'm crazy. And again, on most days I may, some days I may be, but... (laughs) At the end of the day, nobody has the vision that God has given you, and they can't understand it. Wow. They they can support you, right. but they can't understand it fully the way God has given it to you. And so it's up to you to let the people around you know, just trust me. Please mm. trust me and mm. support me. Please trust me and support me. That's If someone is going through that that place of, I want to make a change, I want to do something different, ask your family to support you and trust you. They will. They will. And so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the TV show. So I'll, yeah, definitely. I'm really, really excited about that. 
Well, we'll definitely have you back on again next year. I love what you're doing because I know you're going to be doing the um, next event, possibly in the spring, maybe just in time for the summer one, whatever the case may be. Uh, But love what you're doing. Love seeing how the vision's coming together, the show coming together. Um, So I want to direct people how they can stay connected with you and what do we want them to do next, Lexia. What's the best way so that they can move forward, so they can stay connected with you? I know we mentioned theblondfro.com. We talked Mm -hmm. about 101prep dot org um uh-huh. instagram at the underscore blonde fro right yep. and that's that's another way um shop bits in pieces.com so that's s-h-o-p-b-i-t-z-n as in nancy p-i-e-c-e-s.com shop bits in pieces.com all right anything because else life is all about bits and pieces of this and that <laughs> And then yeah, YouTube no. YouTube is The Blonde Fro as well? Yeah. So we've got two YouTube pages, um, The Blonde Fro and um, Bits and Pieces. So you can okay. find both of those out there. And you can always email me directly if you want. Um, it's just my name together, Lexia Crawford at gmail.com. I don't mind getting emails directly. It's perfectly fine. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to put that in the comments, Lexia okay. Crawford at gmail.com. And uh, Lexi, it's been, Lexi, it's been amazing here with you today. I want to wrap up this conversation with some fire so we can empower our audience to step into their greatness, their greatest possible self. What's the final takeaway you want to deliver to them? Ooh, that's pressure. Ah. <laughs> um, I, I press, I really think it's just get out there and do it. Press, yes. I don't care if you are terrified. Mm. It's going to feel like when you're starting something new, anything, a new career, going back to school, stepping out in faith to say, I don't want to do all this crap anymore. I just want to do this right here. If nobody else around you agrees, do it anyway. If you are terrified, it's going to feel like you're on a ride at a roller coaster. You're at the top and you're getting ready to drop (laughs) that sinking feeling. It's going to feel like that for months, maybe even years. But just think of it as the most amazing roller coaster ride you'll ever take in your entire life to discover yourself. And once you discover yourself, when you get to the bottom of that ride, you are going to feel so triumphant and you're going to feel like you have taken complete and total authority over your entire life. And again, that is something that no one on this earth can ever take away from you other than you if you allow it. Mm, that's right. Ride the ride. Enjoy right. it. Do your best. Show up and do your best every single day. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. You can share uh, that with others. Yes. And also, the one thing that, that really made a difference for me is like, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there, right? Like, don't stay stuck there. Like, get the help. Raise your hand. Ask for support. Just share with someone because it's not okay to stay stuck in that feeling. Like, you got to get to work your way out. You get to remember what joy is, what gratitude, what happiness yeah. is, again, what love is, what it feels like to connect. And we're here for you to do that. Uh, and also, Lexia, I think you get the gold freaking star today for using authority the most amount of times. <laughs> Eli, Eli hasn't come on yet, but I, I have a feeling. <laughs> oh, you let the cat out the bag. He'll he'll just keep using it and take my thunder. I love it. I, pre- I appreciate you, Lexi. Thank you so much for being Absolutely. here. Absolutely. And we'll see you soon, okay? Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy the rest of the evening. I promise. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story right here, right now. 
Decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>